Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Alicia A. Tobin or... She Malicious. But no other Twitter handle. <laughs> no. Our guest this week is the very talented, the very funny, one of my favorite stand-up comedians in Canada, maybe the world, Kathleen what? McGee. You're so cute. It's true. <laughs> it's true. You're Aww. one of my favorite people to watch. I try to see you perform all the time. You are an angel. I fucking love you. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you do so well. You're so smart and so funny, and you make me laugh at things that I maybe normal. I certainly wouldn't laugh at. Yeah. But you, no, that's not true. I would laugh at them, but most people couldn't make them funny. If that makes any sense, I totally understand. Yeah, that. it takes yeah. a smart and soft and gentle person to make jokes like that. Oh my gosh! But <laughs> also laughing. at the same time, like I scream, laugh, and I cover my face, and I'm like, oh my gosh! And it's so that's, so that's the reaction I want. I just want people who I love it when people that wouldn't normally find really dirty humor very funny. I love making them like it. Oh well, it's very easy. Like you're you're a very funny comedian. And so the, <laughs> the content is when someone is funny, it's um, they can do anything funny. Like you could do any kind of comedy funny, mm-hmm. uh, but you do dirty comedy so funny. It's but I've seen you do other passion. other types of jokes. <laughs> it's not just all dirty. Oh no, I'm working, yeah. and I'm working on like uh, not always thinking with my toilet brain, but <laughs> <laughs> well, teach us how. But my toilet brain just loves to think so much for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Toilet brain. That's that's just like like a great album name. Yeah, that's That's a a really good idea because I have an album coming out, but I didn't know what to call it. Toilet brain could be an option. Kathleen McGee. Potty mouth is for pussies, Doug Benson. Uh, If you listen to this podcast, Doug Benson, (laughs) potty mouth for babies. It's for babies. Uh, Toilet brain. Toilet brain. Yeah, (laughs) this is exciting. I like it. Yeah, productive podcast already. Yeah. (laughs) So you also have your own podcast. I do. I just started it. It's real good. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Kathleen McGee is a hot mess. You can yeah. find it on iTunes. You have six episodes now? Yeah. I think I'll have six by the time this comes out. Sexy. And sexy six. <laughs> and uh, I've been having... I just like podcasting a lot because it's just so... There's. I love anything where there's no restrictions. Right. So when you like <laughs> listen to my podcast, it's like you're talking a conversation with me because it's yeah. just like... How it, it's, there's lots of errors. Uh, <laughs> I am aware that the sound was fucked up for four episodes because I got nonstop messages from yeah. people listening. And I appreciate people listening and giving me feedback. But um, I love podcasting. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. We're having a blast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't know what's happening right now. No. I, I got a text message from Jessica today, uh, just kind of touching base, and you said you just smelled like cigarette smoke and you don't smoke. So what happened in your day? Oh, I went to go visit a tenant in one of the buildings that I'm uh, helping relocate everyone in, and he's a chain smoker and he lives in an apartment smaller than mine, believe oh, it or not. It's possible. It's like an unofficial apartment it's just like a room off the boiler room that oh. he's been allowed to live in for 20 years oh my 20 years in a boiler room <sighs> yeah he <laughs> another album <laughs> <laughs> <Potential> album. <laughs> 
That'll be my second album because that's where I'll be living. Twenty years in the boiler room, and you'll have twenty years between your two albums. Exactly, you're really gonna hone. I wrote all these jokes in that boiler room. One joke per year. This is a passion project for me. It took twenty years. Is it hot in here? <laughs> Whoa, is it warm in here? Or is it just me? <laughs> I'll show myself out. Oh, it's the boiler room. <laughs> oh, it's so hot. <laughs> Sometimes uh. I have nightmares. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine living in a boiler room? That's like, because like, the, is it home alone where the kid is terrified of the furnace in yes. the basement? Yeah, yeah, so that's what it would be like. It's home boilers, alone and it's also well, you'd have the to make friends with it. With the Tom birds, Hanks. yeah, with Tom Hanks. This is a Hanks heavy podcast, and it doesn't make me sad. <laughs> Real Hanks. I'm heavy. a Tom Hanks fan as well. I, I he doesn't make him. me mad. I like him up until he stopped. Like I probably like him up until Philadelphia. You didn't like Castaway. I never saw it. Oh my god, I love <laughs> Castaway. You didn't like Green Mile. That's a weird movie. I know. I love the short story. He was so good at Yeah, I like this reading it. How does that short story turn into a, like an 8-hour movie? It's <laughs> a good question. Ask Stephen King. Bloating yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of coffee. I thought I was going to marry Tom Hanks or John Cleese when I was a little girl. Those oh, were my two. and now if you could look back, who would you cut loose? Um, Fuck Mary Kill, throw someone else in there. Ooh, throw another one in there. <laughs> Who's your uh, top 3 bone targs? Oh, God. Probably, I guess. <laughs> this is too hard. Uh. I'm trying to think about back then, but, like, I guess... Who's an old man? John Ritter? <laughs> John, oh, John Ritter. He was... I loved Three's Company, and I had no idea what was going on. No like, one did. I didn't so know great. that he was gay. I didn't even know what gay meant. <laughs> I didn't even know what that show was until, like, five years ago. We weren't allowed to watch it, so we had to sneak watch it. And didn't get any of the jokes. Same I with Benny Hill. I just yeah. started to understand why his tie goes up that way. <laughs> and it's still like, even after I knew very well what happens to a gentleman's you knows. Uh-huh. Tie, you knows? How do you do? It had nothing to do with a tie. No. They're not striped. It has everything to do we with We hope. It. Wait, what sort of ding dongs have you been like that? Zebros. <laughs> I also really I don't see- fuck no zebras. Are zebras? That's my penises? album title. <laughs> I don't fuck no zebras. <laughs> That sounds kind of racist. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Oh, it could be like a new term. When you accidentally find out you're terribly racist by a statement like, I'm going to fuck no zebras. <laughs> you're like, oh, shit. Oh, no. That you're was right. Horrible. I shouldn't have launched a whole countrywide media campaign on my as yet unrecorded album. I don't fuck no zebras. I think it should be a spoken word poetry album, too. Uh, I don't be so funny. No zebra. Have you ever been walking down Commercial Drive uh, on a comedy night, like Laugh Gallery night, and yeah. you pass by the spoken word co- uh, poetry slam, uh-huh. and it's so packed? There's like 40 people oh, waiting know. outside for seat. There's it's completely packed inside, and then you go to this great comedy show, and you're just like hustling to get 12 people in. I know. I can't believe. Yeah, I know. No disrespect to the poets, but also totally but disrespecting you. So much disrespect to Commercial Drive, <laughs> worst street. In Boo. Vancouver, yeah, no, it's okay it. during the day. I'm not a huge fan at night. It's too, yeah, it's a too many too, things to keep my I don't eye like on. It ever. <laughs> yeah, I go there now because I live in the same neighborhood as you, yeah. so I do my grocery shopping there. Just went to the hardware store there. I love it. It's crazy. 
Uh, it's been years since I've been in, but everything was all over the place. But I found an amazing broom and the vacuum bags I needed oh and had excellent customer service. That's everything you need in a hardware store. Yeah, yeah that, I've never had that experience ever. No. Every time I go to a hardware store... <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of something. Keep talking. No, tell me. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do at a hardware store is to go find like a dude working there and ask him where the cock is. <laughs> I'm. I need a. I'm just looking for some cock <laughs> because they panic. For sure. I've done this three times, and it is the funniest thing ever. Because the girl just like walk. Hey, do you have a idea where what aisle the cock is on? <laughs> How do you deal with a straight face? I really, I'm surprised at myself. You're and then I burst out laughing. Are you good at doing prank phone calls? Um, I th- yeah, I think I've got. I think I'm pretty good at that. I yeah, like- I really love doing them, but I would always break. Yeah. Because this is so ridiculous to put myself in this position, then call like the business or the boy's house or whatever. I'm, yeah. I'm, and then the boy's house. The boy, the whatever object of my affection who did not know I was alive. Uh, <laughs> he did not know that I fucked no zebras. And um, <laughs> yeah, so I'd be like, hello, and then, could I speak to blah? And then I'd start laughing uncontrollably and just hang up. <laughs> and then be like, that Alicia kid is calling again. <laughs> yeah. Caller ID has been great for, like, on my side of things, yeah. I, but it's really ruined my career as a prank caller. We used to call into radio stations to request songs, <laughs> and then we'd, we'd want to request another one, and they wouldn't take another a second request. Like, DJs were really mean back in the 90s. Totally. And uh, so we would call them, and we'd be like, hello, I would like to hear. <laughs> and then we'd call a different part. voice. <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking. I'd like to hear Dude Looks Like a Lady. <laughs> I'm the Mrs. Doubtfire soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, we told Hello. <laughs> and this was also on a rotary dial. Oh, so whoa. it took a while to call into your favorite oh, radio man. station. That's when radio contests meant something. Yeah. Whoa. When you had to dial the number. Yeah. That's when they meant something. Now it's just like text in. Uh, I like balls to win. And like. Yeah. Or what what's the no- station what's do you noise? <laughs> oh, there's. I just balls know a lot FM. of people in radio. <laughs> and they have to do a lot of texting now. Oh, that sucks. Uh, people have to be part of the conversation it's terrible oh god i don't want to hear from people yeah (laughs) on the cbc the other day there was a a debate between a homeowner who rented out units and a landlord rented out units one was pro pet one was was this debaters was this no it wasn't the debater it wasn't (laughs) funny at all no and then they just let people call in and tell their stories about trouble they've had trying to find an apartment with pets and vice versa and problems they've had with tenants Nobody could string together a 30-second explanation as to why they called or the point of it. And I was like, I don't ever want to talk to anyone. How did you let them on the radio? Who screens these calls? No one, apparently. Well, because I thought they, they all had the cutbacks. There's one woman about- like, calling from Toronto about a Vancouver problem. She's like, well, in Toronto, I got screwed over. And the man's like, but do you live in Toronto? She's like, yes. He's like, and you're calling Vancouver. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. Just calling to gloat. Yeah. I own houses. Fuckers. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuckers. So you go and you ask for the cock. Yeah, I, I love doing that. What do they ever just lead you to the section? Yeah, like they oh. always take me. Do they ever take like take? No, you? I, I wish. <laughs> Seriously, I wish because I heard somewhere that a really good place to meet guys is at a hardware store. No, that's no, like, a good way to meet couples. Oh damn it! <laughs> I want to meet guys. I'm I always to wanted fill to work. sex swing. I thought I wanted to work. <laughs> No, I like making it all innocent. Like, hey, um, I'm looking for some cock. I, uh, I need to. <laughs> so I need innocent. some cock in my bedroom. <laughs> in the bathroom. 
What kind of aquatic bedroom do you have? It's for your aquarium. It's a weird bedroom. (laughs) I sleep in a jacuzzi tub. It's for your water bed. In a boiler room. (laughs) (laughs) So hot. But no, I, uh, one time I did it at a Canadian tire. I went up to the You found it. someone to help you? A Canadian <laughs> tire? No, I did. I just went up and asked him, uh, where I could find the cock. And he was like, uh, I'm like, you know, the cock. And he's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I do that hand motion. <laughs> you know, you have to shake, you know, that cock, you know, cock, a, like near your crotch. You have to like shake it. And sometimes you got to suck the tip to see <laughs> if it's clogged. And you know, like white stuff just out the air. <laughs> I have issues, but I'm a fun person, and that's all that matters. <laughs> that's also a great album yeah, title. I'm just, I just like I have issues, but I'm a fun person. <laughs> I just get to do an album a year. Be like one of those comics that thinks that they're Louis C.K., so they're going to release an album a year. Even I think Louis C.K. is kind of thinking he's Louis C.K. Yeah, even, <laughs> even Louis C.K. isn't Louis C.K. The last K. special I, I saw is like he was phoning in the last ten minutes. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit. I don't think you need to put yourself under that much pressure to come up with a new hour every year. I mean, it is, if you can do it, that's amazing. Yeah. He's but, an amazing, like, prolific creator. Yeah. He's no Graham Clark. But, but that's he's, the he's no Graham though, Clark. He is no Graham Clark. Yeah. <laughs> and that's good because Graham Clark is Graham Clark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does it better. It's true. <laughs> yeah, he does. But the thing is, like, there's all these young comics that are coming up and they're like, <laughs> releasing an album a year and i'm like and they don't even have like a good, a they good half have a hour good 10 minutes <laughs> oh yeah and they're doing 45 and they're releasing it into the world which mm-hmm, you're welcome i if i had released an <laughs> album at one year in and i listened to it now it would be mortified and yeah. i would want to find every copy and destroy it yeah <laughs> i haven't i've been in comedy 11 years and i still haven't released like a full album i had an ep but like i'm too scared to <laughs> i had an a track a track I just, I'm too scared to do it. I th- I'm going to miss Dr. Pepper now. Yeah, you do that. You still got a Diet Coke waiting for you. Diet Coke oh, vanilla. Sh- ah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, I wonder if it's a personality thing or what's what's going on, but... Oh, I think just people are so... Uh, mo- uh, uh, not motivated, but like... Mm. Um, what is... I'm a little stoned. <laughs> what is that word? <laughs> when Louis C.K. is... In- oh, so they're inspired by Louis C.K., Sure. But they don't they don't realize that he is in a not he's like George Carlin like that comes along every once in a while. It's like how yeah there's one person who will transcend oh, that's good. you know even people who don't care about comedy know who Louis CK is. Yeah. yeah. It's like I have the same problem in the film world all the people who are inspired by Quentin Tarantino. And it's like <laughs> the world doesn't need any more Quentin Tarantino. can barely handle the yeah. one. Yeah, I've given up. <laughs> I yeah. haven't seen his last movie, and I'm, I'm fine. I, it's worth seeing if you want to get depressed. Eh, I hated it as the one before it. Was it? Django. Didn't see it. Oh, Real. it was good, but it was really bloody. Just, <laughs> the last was one's like really bloody. an hour too long as well. Yeah, he he loves to uh, he goes get, long. keep all his scenes in. Yeah. I think it's like people who are like... <laughs> he's a scene hoarder. He's a scene hoarder. <laughs> Definitely. He needs he, one of those uh, We books. still need that one. <laughs> we need that scene. We need I, that. I have a connection to that scene. Do not pick that scene up. But, this, but scene there's has, puke all over this scene. <laughs> I need it. But it's puke on a, a naked foot. I need it. I need that scene. I need that scene. And also, can you roll it up and plug it into my butt? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I need the scene. But also, and then put it back in the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that like... People just need to... Everyone thinks they're great these days. I think that's the problem. I think social media... I just, we were making a joke before we started recording, but if you post a, a picture, like it's instant 
recognition or people like your tweets and it's a really nasty habit like because it kind of feel you feel sort of validated like oh yeah like i'm doing something it's not doing anything no 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 it's not it's just filling the void it's filling the void the great emptiness it is social media is to bring it down i'm most active when i'm alone by myself (laughs) right (laughs) on social media i'm like i need some attention somebody give me something please yeah and sometimes the, I f- also feel like people are trying to extract that from me. And I'm like, I don't feel like liking this picture. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm like, well, I don't like it. <laughs> I know. I have such guilt liking. Oh, you try and see something and you're like, well, they'll notice I didn't like it. And I so worry yeah, about that. If I like yeah. every single thing a person does and then sometimes I'll strategically, like if one of my friends is hanging out with someone who I feel like is abusive to them, like <laughs> oh, emotionally, like it. I'll like every single photo that they post except for that one. And I'll be like, <laughs> I hope you get the point. I do that with people too. With if there's like a person in the picture that I don't like, I'm like, I'm not liking this picture. <laughs> it's like, you it's should so know better. Stupid. 100% though. And I re- caught myself doing that and I was like, what? is wrong with me yeah and then i was like well where do i begin yeah i'll like this picture and start working on it right now but <laughs> at the same time i won't like it i'll just be like i've noticed people that. doing that with me mm-hmm. where i'm like oh they seem to like everything else on that account but if it's anything with me in it they're like Mm-mm. i feel like i have over ten thousand likes on every social media <laughs> that i have though so what does that mean yeah How do you narrow that? i just like everything yeah, yeah. that's I like. I've just broadly. started sending Jessica selfies, like hilarious oh, selfies. So it's like my good. only outlet. Did she you just discover those Snapchat things with your mouth and stuff? I've seen them, but it's too complicated for so me. Weird. She just private messages them to me on Instagram, but it'll be so great because she'll be posting photos, like real beautiful selfies, and then she'll send me one, and it'll be like the outtake. <laughs> and I feel so honored that I get to see it. It's so. Beautiful. I posted an outtake the other night. Did I see it? I think so. I just, I was literally trying to take a really cute, like how cute I am picture so that somebody would make me feel pretty. Yeah. And, uh, you got to get perfect 365. Do you know that app? Mm-mm. It adds oh, it makeup to oh, your face. No, that's way You have a great one. <laughs> I look terrible. at that picture all the time. Just the like only, it has the greatest. The only uh, selfie I've ever taken. Selfie. And I love the makeup. I it's so beautiful. so much makeup on my face that it's, I'm not recognizable. That's hilarious. <laughs> and it contours your face and everything. Yeah. Normally. You can make your face really skinny and then you what? can make your eyes really big and that's you can wipe in your eyes. It's super, it <laughs> that makes is you super look, unhealthy. It well, makes you look like an anime princess no. or something bobby brown a makeup artist that i like recently said that she doesn't think contouring is a good idea because yeah. it's a, in its own way it's a form of body shaming yeah just to paraphrase her i don't like my my shape of my face so, so i'm going to yeah. hide it yeah no mm-hmm. i like that yeah I, st- I like that too and i i like this one makeup brand from sephora called tart because it's easily accessible and it's has good ingredients and they've just shifted their whole makeup line to be contour friendly oh and i will I will show you a video where someone puts brown makeup all over their face and you can't tell what they look like anymore. What? That's, yeah, they okay. just do all the contouring. Instagram until just-, just started recommending all these contouring accounts that are like from weird countries that I've never probably heard of they Probably because they can tell that you downloaded that app and you... I swear, they can tell <laughs> everything we they do. They can tell everything. Well, my everything. phone listens to me and when I'll mention something, then it'll recommend something yeah. with that word in it. And it's like, I haven't used that That's word in weird. a year. Why yeah. is it recommending it? Our world is very terrifying. I'm, I'm kind of scared about yeah, where just, it's Yeah, let's going, just ignore it. Whatever. Ignore, I'm just yeah. enjoying, enjoying the ride right now. Yeah, let's like l- lessen our privacy settings. 
settings. so pretty. Well, I don't know, but that's the picture. That I was love like, it. Yeah. And like, that I picture's was great. trying to be cute in it, so it really was, but like, I'm like, no, I like the outtake. It's fun. No, but you sort of look, you know, you're in mid telling a joke and also like, you're kind of like a little, <laughs> like a little, a little cute, <laughs> cutie drunk girl. <laughs> and I wasn't even drunk in that picture. Yeah, yeah. You've been not drinking for a while and you sent me a picture of an app that you've been using. Yeah. That's crazy. I did. So she's been tracking though, how much money she saved not drinking. That's great. Yeah. I read, I just got a brand new uh, phone. And Ooh, so, la di da. Well, Someone's doing well in comedy. Oh, it was sorry. Free. It was free. <laughs> oh, Louis C.K. over here. dollars and I'm now locked into a two-year contract. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's for free. But uh, so when I read, put it on, I thought like it would just, but it, it didn't. Oh, shitters. But my old phone still has it. So I, I think I'm at like day, it might be like 33 or 34 and everybody keeps asking me uh, when I'm going to drink again. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I like, I don't have a set. Why do they care? Yeah. But I just, I just want to see, because literally this is the longest I've gone without drinking since, since I was 16, probably. Holy wow. shit. Like I would drink every single day, pretty much. Not well at the end, but like at least once a week. Yeah. But like from the time I was 16. So that's pretty long time. I don't know how old you are, but anything older than 17 She's is a long 18. time. She's 18. Holy I'm shit. 18. So it has been uh, two years of hardcore <laughs> partying for me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's been rad. It sounds rad. It makes sense that you drink Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still blacking out quite often. <laughs> I wouldn't go back to those early years of drinking. No. Ever. I used to, as a party trick, drink a two six of vodka in an hour. Why? <laughs> Because it impressed people and I was fat and needed attention. No, yeah. No, yeah. no, I don't mean to say it like in a sad way, but like no, this is what... I, no, sure. Like that's I an honest that thing. because I understand. Yeah, yeah me I, too. I think all like, I think, uh, well, most girls that are have great personalities had to deal with that kind of <laughs> shit in their past. I used to just eat as many desserts as I could. Yeah. Uh, and I've had like, I just always wanted attention. So yeah. people always laughed. I don't think I'd be a comedian if I wasn't like a fat teenager. <laughs> a fat. It's, people people hate talking. I hate people get very upset when you start talking about being fat. They really do. I think it's more. What part is it? Do you think though? I don't know. They just like people have value judgments based yeah. on like yeah. oh fat. They feel equals. bad for you. They're like oh this poor girl can't get her shit together or like you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So. It's kind of reverse, but it's actually they're holding on to something. Yeah. And that's what's making them uncomfortable, not you sharing about yeah. your experience. Yeah, it's like yeah. a deeply inbred, like for me, it's like my grandma, who herself was extremely overweight to obesity her whole life. But like if you gained five pounds, she'd be like, hmm, you should probably cut yeah. back. And you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you are, <laughs> what do you think of yourself? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is what you're th- saying to me. I Grandma. sparked a bit of an oh, uncomfortable debate Sorry. Uh, <laughs> on Facebook when I said something about older women making body comments oh, yeah. to younger women. And I've experienced that a yeah. few times. And I wonder if it's because of the really strict values. Like if you're thin and you have an education, then you are valuable. If you're pretty, you are valuable. If you are fat, you are not valuable. Yeah. And they've carried that into our generation that is working through this shit as best they can and grappling with it yeah i think it's we're more like no you can't talk to people that way no yeah it's really like and it's one of those things too like as a nutritionist i look at people and think there's like all different types of healthy and there's all different ways of getting there and if you're thinking about that or you're not thinking about that it's your own process yeah and it took me years to not like i love like i will ask jessica 
I will ask everyone I meet, like, what did they have for lunch? What are they eating? I always want to know because I love food. Mm -hmm. And I really had to back off that shit because people were so threatened. Ask me what I had for lunch. What did you have for lunch? Cock. I wish. (laughs) I went to the hardware store. I wish. I'm sorry. (laughs) I really wish. I'm seriously, I'm freaking serious right now. It's been a while. Uh, For me. (laughs) Uh, What was like, oh shit, now I forgot. Oh yeah, ask me what I had for lunch. (laughs) Lunchables. Oh, wow. Uh, is that, did you have, they were it, on sale at, at but that's no a frills. fun snack. That's so yeah. cute and little. It, it said lots of protein, so it, it looked healthy. It's mostly protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the cheese and deli meat. And or, deli meat. Yeah. I'm sure I'm filled with lots of chemicals and phosphates. Fos- Phosphorescence. Yeah. As long as you're not <laughs> eating it for three meals a day, like yeah. months on end, I, just I love think you're okay. God, I love them. I was never I, uh, allowed any of those Neither things. was I. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah, rebound. And then you know what else I love to buy all the time for myself? Those little cracker packs with the cheese wheels. Oh, and those the are red, great. The red yeah. plastic stick. Oh, God. I those love that are amazing. red plastic. The aesthetics of that package. The crackers. So the crackers are so good. Why can't you get those crackers oh, elsewhere? I, they taste like those. It's like a butter mix of, crackers or something. Yeah, but. you can at TNT, and they're called uh, Sky Crackers. Yeah, they're really, really bad for you. Oh well, I'm yeah. gonna get some of those. I bought a TNT's tin of them great. one time because they looked. Uh, it was a really nice tin, and then I realized it said like per two crackers, like 500 calories, and I was Shut like, up. what? Like that's impressive yeah <laughs> how did you stuff them all in there and make it flat it's just it like, like pure butter it's just like weird oil maybe it was just a typo maybe maybe it was like 50 calories maybe oh that makes me feel better about my life choices <laughs> all right so you've had some <laughs> shitty <laughs> shitty customer service we jobs. gotta talk about retail yeah. it's in the name of our podcast oh, yeah, 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 legally yeah, yeah. obligated I have like, uh, does it have to be like places where like you were, cause I worked at a, at the Provincial Museum of Alberta in the kids gift store. That oh, that's perfect. Great. Yeah. That place was a nightmare because I had to like do inventory on those rocks. Those little, oh. <laughs> I literally had to count rocks. Whoa. And I'm like, did you count these when they came in? And they were like, yes. And I was like, oh my God, this is a not for profit <laughs> gift shop. And we're trying to like, we're making it like this serious, serious business we can't lose any profit here or something but from these rocks from these the little children with booger hands constantly put their hands in like the ones that are five cents yeah or like 25 any cents. museum like those little yeah cheap ass rocks and you can get them at on the fairy gift shop or yeah. like bc fairies and they're just like they they're when rocks. you're a kid you feel like they're worth something and they're exciting but yeah. then you grow up and you're like why did i spend money on rocks Check out that area. <laughs> She's still doing it. I That's have an entire corner of my apartment section pretty. off into crystals and rocks. So like you it. worked there. You had to count inventory, rocks. which included worthless rocks. Yeah. That they're probably making from a 3,000% profit probably, on. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. I worked there. You know what else they had that was an absolute nightmare? They had Beanie Babies in, like, the Beanie Baby oh, days. in that oh, era? Man. Yeah. So, yeah. like, we would literally be getting phone – because there's – these housewives would know when deliveries were going out. I don't know who they were blowing to find out this information, <laughs> but they would call us a day before and be like, I know you're getting a shipment. Will you hold Beanie Babies? And we had to make, like, a policy that we would not hold Beanie Babies. Nice. That you had to come and get them yourself, and it was luck of the whoever, and it's, like, a limit of this and this. It was so, so cool. Luck I of the like, Irish. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. had to be like, Irish. The Aaron like, Bear. <laughs> there would be women lined up outside the door on, like, the day that they knew they were coming in. And they're not for children. 
well like if any there's no way to prove it no well because if they damage them at all they're not worth anything yeah the tags have to remain in their tag protectors there was like these bears that would come not like hot no not like hot men that i wish (laughs) (laughs) no these were demon stuffed bears yeah (laughs) one was like called maple and it was like the canadian bear and it was like as soon as that one came it was gone and like people would beat each other up for these stupid stuff and then my friend and i that worked there we started a beanie baby ring we started started selling we would start we would keep two of each sometimes because what are they gonna do they're not gonna know anything yeah (laughs) and like we would uh we would buy them yeah at cost (laughs) yeah i like this and then we would sell them on ebay i love you yeah because it's it's hard out there for a bitch okay (laughs) and you gotta grind and you gotta hustle your way through this life beanie baby ring i love i love did you ever make a profit (laughs) yeah we made lots of money on that that's amazing so you had to keep that job yeah yeah i never because it was a front it was a front for my baby baby operations makes me sound like the worst gang the most ungangster gangster of all time what are you trading bears stuffed bears but that's the thing in organized crime like they have a finger in everything i think i still have you should unload my mom's house that has a ton of beanie babies in it i'm going to edmonton I'm going to go look for them. I'll report back. You should put them on eBay and see Give what happens. Give us a beanie baby you report. Yeah, from definitely. the field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like in the hurricane. Like, just, I'm here. The beanie baby. house lives are losing their minds. Just hear a helicopter. That would be a great documentary. The beanie now, baby. Yeah, just to look to go back, back and then interview people and see if they got other weird habits survivors. out of it. Beanie baby survivors. Yeah. Or just do a TV, a documentary series called Craze. And like go back and look at like crazes that happen, like Pet Rock, like Cabbage Patch Kids. My uncle punched a man out for a Cabbage Patch Kid for my cousin. I never got those. They're so... I had one. So weird looking. They were weird. And... They came with a name. You didn't. Mine was Penelope Ann, which I, I liked. It's a, Yeah, that's good. a good it's one. A I good had like z- Xavier Christian. Oh, that's a something. very... Rel- and Farrah something. That's baby. It's like they just like threw a bunch of names into and a hat, hat and picked out two. Yeah. Xavier Christian is like the most Quebec sounding cabbage <laughs> patch. My Some- brother took my Penelope Ann and he was swinging her around the basement and in our unfinished basement. And... Uh, <laughs> He whacked her head on one of those foundation beam poles <laughs> and it cracked open. Oh, no. And I think I was like five or oh six gosh. or something. And I was like losing my mind, like scream crying. And then I looked at it and I'm like, she has no brains. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, she seemed real. I was very right? upset that my, that my baby didn't have any brains. Aww, there was my dad glued her head back together. God, that was traumatic. Oh, wow. Ooh, I gotta take a second it's here. Okay, to have a sip of Doctor Pepper. Emotions. Yeah, <laughs> let's cool down. Some Doctor P. Doctor P. But yeah, the oh, so the the gift shop at the museum. People are crazy at museums. Because they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do, and like, I don't know. I and there's museums make people think about mortality, and then they feel obliged to spend a lot of money yeah. to forget about it. <laughs> I need to buy this book on what I just saw and I need to do this and that. I need to take some of this home with me so I can be part of history because I just saw a bunch of mummies from thousands of years ago. And oh, now that I was think a great I one. <laughs> I wish exactly. like, I didn't grow up in a city. I grew up in a suburb and I can count the amount of times I went to the, muse- the art gallery on one hand and it was once. 
and <laughs> I was a kid that would have really benefited from that yeah. sort of activity and to see like a bigger world because I was, had a really rich inner world, but my friend group and so on, like people were sporty and really nice kids, but people were sporty. People were scary. People, people were, were spicy baby, and people were baby. And people were posh. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a, uh, yeah, I can remember like any sort of field trip. I would just suck up so much information, like, especially like we went to the Holocaust Museum and we went Whoa. to the bagel place. Those two together, same day, obviously. <laughs> and uh, Which one was better? We went to like St. Joseph's Oratory. And it was this, every experience was so, so wonderful for me as a yeah. child. And like all the colors and the fabrics and the stories and the images and the history. And then I go back to the suburbs and it was, we watched Cheers all the time. And <laughs> And we ate like <laughs> we like kind of like Irish Canadian foods and. But most kids that aren't you are sitting there picking their nose and like, I can't wait to spend this five dollars. My mom. That's another thing about working that stupid stores. I had to help children, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, but make decisions. Helping and, like, children ease easing them into the world of consumerism is so depressing. Ugh. When a parent gives their kid yeah. twenty bucks and then they have to, they're like, oh can I get a receipt please? And you're like, Oh, you don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. And you're so excited to be a part of it. Cause you think it means something yeah. important, but it's just awful. I would just get kids every, and like field trips are coming in. Every kid would have like five, ten dollars And then they would bring up, how much is this? Right. How much is this? I'm like, look at the numbers. And they don't know what taxes. <laughs> they don't know what taxes. That was like heartbreaking. I think in the kids they made it so that the tax oh, was because kids are dumb. But so. it wasn't, this was in Alberta. There's yeah. Not- there's, uh, there's we one did tax. have a sales tax for oh, yeah. a while. There was the when GST was around. We okay. had whatever GST, but it's always been zero there. But uh, yeah, so all these little kids and they would have five dollars and then they, I want a hundred rocks. Well, then you better count out those hundred rocks. Like because <laughs> I, I just finished counting them. Yeah, <laughs> and this was when I was like, I would go out every night and get drunk and then come in <laughs> hangover. So I did like work with little kids while I was oh. hungover and it was awful. Yeah, I didn't love that. My other retail one that's pretty good is I worked at a call center for Neiman Marcus. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> in in Edmonton. And it was so funny because like, because Americans are so like, is this, is, are you in America? Are you in America? <laughs> yeah, well, am I calling India? Like they, this isn't overseas, is it? Yeah. They get so like, <laughs> they would be like, are you located in Wisconsin? Like, cause we have like the Northern kind of dialect and stuff. And then we would, oh, like, it was policy, literally policy. We had to just say, we're just north of Dallas. <laughs> we're not supposed to say we're in Canada unless they say, are you in Canada? And then they're like, haha, you got us. Because Americans <laughs> hate when we did our job. <laughs> yeah, we, we took your jobs, but you gave it to uh, us we're north as well. Of Dallas. Yes, we're all north, north of, Dallas. of Dallas. Yeah. You know what else is north of Dallas? All of America. All of America, <laughs> but that's where we are. We're all of America. Uh, no, I, I remember like people getting actually mad. It was, they had, it was like a call center that had a few different things. Like they had this one also called Chef's Magazine. So mm. you'd go from like white trash buying kitchen utensils. Like Ooh. that's what Chef's was. And then Neiman Marcus is like a pretty rich people buying designer crap. Yeah. So you go from one call, which is like a completely like normal person to like someone ordering stuff off of Chef's. And then that's when you get the really <laughs> racist phone calls. Oh, no. and, like oh, Americans are just crazy. <laughs> like, just yeah. crazy. I had a... Um, There's just more of them than there are of us. I'm sure 
there's a lot yeah, of yeah, problems. Also, oh, the, the fabric of their they just culture like, is more aggressive. They oh, feel that they, sh- they can speak however they feel. It like, is their and right. they can. Well, it USA right. number one, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, USA fuck yeah. <laughs> but it was true. Like, I Get was done, talking to mm-hmm. Americans all day long, and some of them would be mean and nasty. And this one lady, oh my gosh, because... Here's a tip if you're calling in. I don't care if it's Neiman Marcus. Uh, if you call in and you say, I got my box and it's empty, they'll just send you something back out. Hot tip, right? listeners. But don't. But but the thing is, people would figure this out. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, but anyway. <laughs> the person on the other end has to use their discretion. So I would, like, I got bumped up to this, like, when someone calls in and says, I want to speak to your manager, I'd be the manager, but oh, I wasn't nice. paid to be a manager. It's just classic. I was just the new, I was just the shit on person. <laughs> and um, <laughs> that's great. This lady called in. And it was so funny because Google Maps had just come out with like the map thing. So people would call and be like, do you know where I live? And we would Google it and be like, yeah, you live in a, like a bungalow in Tarzana, California. You don't live in Malibu, you crazy lady. Like people are crazy. Anyway, I want to live in a bungalow in Tarzana. Yeah, me too. Bungalows. I mean, that wasn't a bad place to live. Yeah. But she was, she was acting like she lived somewhere better. And then, um, uh, but so this lady... We, should, we had a bunch of notes on her file being like she's Uh-oh. claimed three empty boxes and like this is not how she cannot have another empty box like because you can't prove anything right yeah. you can't be like well even if you take a picture well i already took it out like you know <laughs> it's easy to scam people you have to make those unboxing videos that are on youtube <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so she called in and uh, she said that she ordered a pair of seven jeans or whatever, like those $300 jeans. And, yeah, they're good. And they weren't in the be- in the box. And I, so I said to her, I'm like, okay, I just feel this is like a really weird situation because I need to have your postal code and maybe uh, something about your delivery company because all you're getting from us is empty boxes. Like you just <laughs> keep getting empty. And I'm really good at being like super sweet, but you can tell that I'm being a cunt. Oh, sorry. Nope. You can say you can it. You totally okay. swear as okay. much as you want. It's fine. <laughs> so I was like, it just seems really weird to me that in two months you've got four empty boxes. Like I feel like maybe your driver is stealing from you. Like I really think we should look into like, this. Let's get him fired. And she yeah. was like, well, I don't know what's happening. Obviously there's something wrong in your department. Blah, blah, blah 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 and then uh i said well i i guess we'll have to look into that but i cannot send you out another pair of jeans today you have had four items totaling two thousand dollars sent out to you and like there's no way of us telling who's taking it from us and she's like she just like turned super angry and then she just boiler room angry she goes yeah listen here you white honky bitch and as i was like <laughs> she was like i can't believe you are saying i'm stealing for you i can't i'm gonna sue everyone there that's the favorite thing for americans they I'm love gonna suing. Sue you. we're gonna sue you everyone's gonna sue you and i was like okay okay well uh here is the number for our legal department and thank you very much that's awesome but like i had to she's wearing to all four pairs of jeans one on top of another <laughs> yeah <laughs> she it just bought so them funny. in slightly larger sizes one size up it makes uh, her feel safe it's a weird kind of non-sexual fetish yeah oh that's my new album denim cocoon <laughs> i love it i love denim cocoon yeah. that sounds like a fashion line when I people lose it on cocoon. the phone it's the greatest oh yeah and i had never been called a white honky bitch in my life and i felt pretty proud after that like i felt like really yeah you new level right i'm a new level lady <laughs> and the best part and like i don't know if people know this when they call into call centers like if you've worked in a call center you know all the little tricks 
But like, I would constantly put my phone on mute while someone was bitching at me, and I'd be like, "Oh, really? Oh, that's what you think you bitch?" Like, <laughs> just because you have to do that, or you go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I would just be giving the finger to the phone oh, yeah. the whole time. You I was walk on through the phone. a call center, you will see that. You will see people just giving their screens of yeah, <laughs> anger. You get so oh, I was angry working there because I just got shit on all day long. It was crazy. We used to have a, like a perverts call in too. Oh, yeah, great. Oh, wow. Oh. We had this Ooh. one guy <laughs> that we found out that he was like in um in a mental institution in New Jersey, and he used to get one phone call a week, and he would use <laughs> oh. that phone call to call the Neiman <laughs> Marcus, this. and he would he would just call. So you have to answer the phone with your full name. Oh no, like, that's what they real name. Do. Yeah. Oh boy, Penelope Ann. Yeah, Penelope Ann. Cabbage, cabbage, see me. Penelope Ann, see me. But no, so you'd have to answer. Hi, this is Kathleen McGee. Thank you for calling Neiman Marcus. How can I help you? And then he would breathe really heavy. He was one of those heavy breathers, classic. like classic mm. comedy sketch, funny. <laughs> But then he would just start moaning your name and like it wasn't. I know Alicia's eyebrows are like. You get this really sick uh, feeling in your stomach when you get that, and you're yeah, not expecting almost like it. diarrhea. It was pretty. Every time it happened to me, but from the front, yeah, just like frontal diarrhea. Yeah, it was just so creepy. again. But we also had this guy that would call in, and he would be shopping for his wife in quotation marks, and or if she existed, I don't know. But he would be like, "I wanted to buy some lingerie for my wife, uh, mostly specifically oh, some stockings. I really need some <gasps> stockings." And we'd be like, "That was Quentin Tarantino." Yeah, okay, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't. I've heard stories. Oh, one of my exes. But I got him once, and we knew he was calling in all the time. But I got him once, and I got in trouble for this, but I enjoyed doing it. So he was like, "Do you have stockings?" I'm like. I knew exactly who he was, so I was like, yes, we have stockings. Would you like me to describe them for you? (laughs) (laughs) So I went to, like, the webpage, and I looked at all the stockings, and I was like, I was like, oh, this is a lovely pair of black stockings with a lace up on the top. And he goes, oh, would you wear them? And I'm like, you bet I would wear them. (laughs) And then he was like, (laughs) he was like, (laughs) he was like, can I ask you how tall you are? And I'd be like, oh, I'm six foot one. And I'm like, I am all legs, sir. I'm all legs. And he would just, you could hear him and he was just getting creepier and creepier. But I just kept going on with it. And then he would, he asked one more question and I was like, oh yes, they also come in red. You stupid creep, stop calling this number. <laughs> but I go, because you know how they record all the phone calls? Yeah. That got QA'd. That's what you got <laughs> QA'd. Quality. Well, like, quality assurance. <laughs> Did you have to talk about it? Oh, they were like, Kathleen, that was not the right way to handle it. <laughs> I usually get away with stuff, though, because it's so funny. Because you're adorable. <laughs> but I'm like, what? I was just trying to... And then... <laughs> I was just, oh, just trying to reprogram I was him. just trying to teach him a lesson. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, so we had the pervert callers, but we mostly got a lot of angry Americans yelling at us. It's intense because their level of customer service expectations for what they're willing to pay for a product is really disproportionate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the people that spend, because we had on like a customer profile that showed us how much money that person had spent with us. The stockings man? Yeah, like his profile, everything. Because you had to have dollars. a phone number that went in. So it would show you, so people would call in and be like, I pay your bills, I pay your wage. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you spent $3,000 last year. Give me a break. That's like, please, I make a little bit more than $3,000. Like, But then you would see people that had spent over $800,000 a year. And I'd let them abuse they were the nicest. me a little. I found the richer they were, the nicer they were. Probably because they didn't have anything to be stressed out about and angry about. I'd like to think that. 
because I want to be rich. I want to be rich so bad. <laughs> if that meant no stress, bring it on. Oh, yeah. I flirted heavily whenever there was a man on the line. <laughs> like I was thinking like, oh, hello. Are you buying this for your wife? Oh, no, your sister. Okay, interesting. Have you ever had a rich boyfriend? No, I don't know what rich is. Rich guys don't go for me because it doesn't even matter like what they are. Rich guys get like these little petite supermodels no matter what. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, but I do know that because I grew up not rich and I have dated rich men, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And I'm also like, I like to go Dutch. I like to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'll get this. Uh, no, I should not. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> they make a lot they of money. Make, they get, I would love a rich boyfriend for a while just to try it out. Put it out into the universe. Let's yeah. make a vision board. I need a MacBook. So uh, I would love a guy that would be like, here's a MacBook. Here's a I'm MacBook. Gonna, I'm going to take you. Yeah, to- put on these stockings. Yes. You know what? <laughs> you put when the I stockings watched- on the MacBook, you don't understand the fetish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's I don't know if they're going to fit. I don't know if they're going to these are not the least expensive ones. Imagine just a MacBook sliding down to the toe of one leg of the stocking. When I saw Fifty Shades of Grey, I'm like, yeah, I would love that. I saw a guy on Tinder recently who he – I was swiping through and he's just wearing a bathrobe. So I will stop if someone is not dressed properly all the time, like regardless of what they look like. He was a nice-looking guy and he's like, I'm in a, I'm a, in a five-star hotel in downtown Vancouver for the night and I'm a something-something Christian Grey. I'm like, oh, so you're going to try and do like S and M on me? Well, I am. I'm not going to go meet a stranger. Period. That you're rich, a rich man or something. But it's just like so awful. I can't imagine. He's like, I will come to my hotel room and then I will physically abuse you without a, any consent. There's a lot of those guys in Vancouver on Tinder. Yeah, I've met a lot of. Have you met them in person? I'm outing myself a couple. <laughs> but yeah. like guys that are just like, I'm just here for tonight. I'm like. Yeah. I'm here making a movie. I'm here doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm here doing that. I'm here I'm without just... my wife. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I don't know exactly. I never question it. I mean, I just... That's fair. I know what it is. Not it's your an, problem. It's my, not my problem at all. I hate that when women are, sorry, this is not up to me that your husband is cheating on you or that... He, that's not my fault. No, you don't know the rest of the story. You don't know. It's true. Anyway, plus he said he. <laughs> I got a little defensive there, but yeah. Um, and, but uh, like, yeah, I've done it with a like I've met a couple. Of <laughs> that way. But I it's just, more that uh, I'm too scared of commitment, and I'm just like, oh great, someone that won't be here tomorrow, and sure. I don't have to worry. No, and that's, that's why he didn't text yeah. me back because he doesn't live here, like that kind of like thing. Yeah, but like he's in Dubai he's on in a Dubai. business trip. But then you see him at like Kingsgate Mall with and his family. Like, ah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I should clarify that I never knowingly have sex with a man knowing that he's married. If I know they're married, I won't. I won't yeah, do it. Like, but like, uh, yeah. But there's yeah, also yeah. almost no way to know. They're so always don't wearing even... gloves, so you can't see always. if they're wearing. <laughs> it's like a little. You think that I would learn by now to stop having line. sex with men wearing gloves? <laughs> no, that's like Ugh, your thing. Whatever. It's safe. <laughs> safe sex, Alicia. Wow. What is your retail nightmare? Kathleen was talking about working in a call center, and I almost worked in a call center. So this is almost a nightmare. (laughs) My friend's dad had a job for me. We met at dinner. He was this pretty wealthy, wealthy dad, divorced dad of my friends. And he had had some financial losses, financial gains, and he was coming back up from a loss with this new company. And we met over dinner, and at that time, I I was like an assistant manager at a clothing store. I was probably pretty unhappy, and he I asked his daughter if I would come in for an interview at his place, and it would be doing some sort of office work. I was like, okay, well, I'll just do this to be nice. Like, it doesn't sound like anything I'd be interested in. I didn't even know how to turn on a computer, probably. <laughs> uh, it was the 90s, and I never had a computer until the 2000s, I think, 1999. 
And so I get in and her dad, like his girlfriend was one of the head people of the Raelian religion. <gasps> oh, weird. What is yeah. Raelian? They believe in aliens. Oh, yeah. Nice. And he was a Jewish man. Like his. He was Jewish, Jewish Raelian? And yeah. And I think, I don't think that he believed in it. He, but she, she was like went to like the parade. They're and stuff. super into nudity as well. Oh, like oh. they're super. Maybe I'm part really in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Your bottom part, <laughs> but no, the neck. No, they're like they're all into being topless all the time because the aliens one... need to tune in Tokyo. <laughs> the. the... The Raelian dude, I know about this from listening to Oh No, Ross and Carrie. The the Raelian dude loves nipples. He's like this guy <laughs> who's super creepy to women, but like a lot of women get into Raelianism. Raelianism? Raelian? Just like that hot yoga guy, right? Oh, Pro- Bikram. Yeah. Barfram. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Barfram. Barfram. Yeah, Barfram. Barfram. But... Like these ladies who are, I guess, just sort of already exhibitionists are sort of like, yeah, I'm Aurelian, whatever. And just like tits out all the time. Oh. Uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to just walk around with no top and be like, I'm Aurelian, excuse me. <laughs> pardon me, it's I a religion. Don't discriminate. It's part of my religion. You're exempt from like city bylaws. <laughs> yeah, I'll just sit on the bus topless. <laughs> I am Aurelian. You would get <laughs> offended that you're asking. You would get a courtesy seat Nobody's for sure. <laughs> Sometimes I'll push out my stomach a little bit so I look pregnant so I get a seat. I have been offered a seat on the bus for sure. Really? Yeah. Or parking. You know how they have expectant mother parking? I'll push my stomach they out. They have expectant wobbling. mother just, parking? Just yeah. put your hand on the this back. ridiculous. On your, yeah. the back of the Because we've become a ridiculous world. We are my great grandmother walked to, uh, like five, ten miles in five labor. Five or ten. While wow. she was in labor, like from her farm to like this little town called Redwater in Alberta, to have her baby. Okay, so what a cool bitch, right? My that granny was really the cool. best, but you don't need a parking spot. Sorry, we're getting off track. I apologize. Well, I, now I hate that parking <laughs> spot. It's okay. Thank Today, you. when I was going to buy Alicia's kombucha, sorry, <laughs> this is such a first world is problem. Kombucha booze. Uh, it's a little bit. Oh, okay, so- fermented tea. Oh, nice. You'd like it. Mm. Um. But there was on the corner of my street, there was two couples. Mm-hmm. Both had strollers with babies in them. They both had dogs. And I think <sighs> at least one of the women were pregnant. And they were just taking up the entire sidewalk. I had to walk through the mud. But this is the neighborhood you're in. This yes. is the pregnant stroller. Yeah. Uh, my husband makes a ton of money. Where, like, and if I, I might have made some money before, but now I'm a career woman with a baby. Yeah. This is the neighborhood. Career and baby. If I would have even like shot them the stink eye, they would have been like, What? You don't have a baby. Can I say something super crude? <laughs> Please. Yes. Sometimes when I look at women with babies, I like to think that that's a real cum dumpster right there. <laughs> Someone's getting loads shot inside of her, and I'm not going to judge, but I've never let a man come inside of me. <laughs> oh, my. So I just lost it. I say that sometimes on stage, and I love watching women be like, oh, I'm not a cum dumpster. <laughs> but when you say it that way, I am. Yeah, we all Because cum are. dumpster is like the worst, I most disgusting. It. But I love it. Like I love a it dream too. of mine. The great term. To be a cum dumpster? Commitment. <laughs> um... Yeah, one thing about moms that I know, because I have some close friends that are moms, they're so fucking tired. They, oh, don't, yeah, they don't even see you. This, but I've definitely had to walk in the dirt also a bunch of times. The second, where I'm like, I know you're tired, but these were my favorite yeah. shoes. This couple of couples. How high were their hunter boots? 
They were more no. If they're knee high hunters, bitch, <laughs> bitch. If they're yeah, it's kind of like there's a level. If they've got those yeah. ankle ones, you know they're silly. Yeah, they're silly. Well, or they have and giant a budget. calves. <laughs> yeah, that's why I had them. That's why I have them. Yeah, too. that's why. I yeah, I could. I got stuck in them. I have a became... pair of hunters that fit my giant calves, but they're Ooh, like the three quarter. Mm. They're the twee quarter. <laughs> they're the little twee quarter. So back to the boots. weird <laughs> job interview. I definitely said yes to the job interview because uh, I would be the friend that got invited along to dinner with the dad and get to go to these really like lovely steak houses I could wow. never afford in Montreal. And uh, like Black Angus, I think, was one of them where the, all the meat hangs in a weird locker. And I'm like, I guess that's cool. And they're like, it's been aging for days. I'm like, doesn't sound safe. It's a hell dimension. <laughs> it is a hell dimension. <laughs> So I show up for the job interview and it's a fucking call center. It's oh. not doing office work. And there's like dozens and rows of people calling people. And this is what her dad did for a living. Tricked seniors out of money. Oh, no. So the, all of the call list for people was calling seniors homes and getting them to add a special insurance that did nothing for them oh and that they could God. never That's claim. That's what Better Call Saul is all about. Is it? Yeah. That's but- horrifying. And that was what was buying those fancy steaks for you, Miss Alicia. Yeah. So guess who never went out for dinner again? You. Guess yeah, who became you. a vegetarian after that? <laughs> That's I became terrible. Yeah, a vegetarian much later in life. <laughs> I love- and then flipped on that as well. I love when places like take forever to tell you that it's a call center. They're like, it's a sales place. We have uh, sales. It's yeah. Just sales a lot team, of sales and direct to consumer. And, yeah, here's your headset. Here, sell these. <laughs> here's sell here are the objections. Sell these ads in uh, in a paper that we sell to doctors to put in their doctor's office. My friend had a, <laughs> a job like that. The saddest call center that I ever have to deal with. Like I hadn't. I don't have to be in it, but yeah. I have to get the calls from it. Is when you get a new debit card or Visa card in the mail. And you have to call to activate oh, it. Yeah. And then they're like, do you want to buy insurance for in case you are in the hospital? And I'm like, I live in Canada. Yeah. I don't need insurance for in case I'm in the hospital. Like, who are you talking to? And they have to do the whole spiel. And I'm always like, no, no, yeah. no. I just want my credit card. Fuck you. That's why like, I always <laughs> like to be like, uh, listen, I've worked in a call center. I know what you have to do. And I know that they're listening to you right now. And uh, I absolve you of all of that. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I absolve you. And if you do it, I will be angry and I'll write a letter. May like, Pleppo oh, bless you. Okay. <laughs> but then every once in a while, you have someone that keeps pushing. Yeah. We had that to do that, though. That person is amazing. We had to do, we had TSPs. These things, after, so after every single call, you had to offer the fragrant, fragrant, fragrant. Um, um, I, I was Baba Walters when I worked there. The Baba uh, Walters Fuegwins. Baba Walters Fuegwins is hilarious. What would it smell like? <laughs> it would smell like, like mo- sandalwood. Mo- 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 like like sandalwood. <laughs> like watermelon. Mothballs. Oh, no. Guys, I bet she still does it. Yeah, but mothballs keep it. Yeah. But we had to sell like the perfumes. <laughs> I don't care about her. <laughs> no one does. The perfumes. And then like they would make contests. So like if you sold five, you got to be entered and you would win. So I had like tons of designer so, wait, perfume. You're selling perfume over the phone. Yeah. So like <laughs> as it's exactly. kind of like an add on. That's how you knew you were good. No you had to kidding. describe what it was like. like. Oh, but like it smells it would, like a cum dumpster. Sometimes they would be ones Guys. that you never heard of. <laughs> this one smells like semen. And I'm telling you. <laughs> you'll get laid if they smell it it's just something it's it's in there pheromones that was another thing pheromones i knew a lot about pheromones i didn't know anything. i just wrote off the she- read off the sheet but like but yeah so you had to sell fragrance over the phone and that was like their big thing like you had to be able to describe it and 
all this other crap. But so there's those, and then you always have to sell a cashmere sweater. Wow, oh, it's so soft. I'm rubbing it up yeah. against my face right now. But and we my would stockings. make like like a dollar <laughs> per sale American, and at the end you would get like a huge. Like sometimes I had like seven hundred dollars in sales. Nice. But like, good for you. There was this one time that I was selling like a bed. Like, because there was furniture <laughs> over the phone. Yeah, like, people, I'm in the bed. People ordered right now. their Thanksgiving dinner over their phone. David Boreanaz told me I ruined his Thanksgiving because he ordered his entire dinner out of a catalog, and there was a snowstorm, and it couldn't get to him. Fucking oh. angel from yeah. Buffy. He yelled at me for like twenty minutes and said, "You that are it was so my lucky." I never liked <laughs> Buffy. Well, I, I never no. watched it, so I didn't. He know. is the worst actor. <laughs> oh, I was like, "You're such is a." See the tall guy from the eighties became. No, he's um the, he's in Bones now. David Boreanaz. Yeah, look it up. You'll he, see like he was. gave uh, my friend sex a- eyes once. Oh, I, I think that's his only way that his eyes go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These are my eyes, guys. I put in Davis. Davis. <laughs> Davis Bor- Boreano. <laughs> but I was selling this like bed and then uh, there was were... David Boreanaz. <laughs> no, not to, no, he's not in it. <laughs> yeah, but, this guy. He gave my friend sex eyes. Yeah. There it's were, a disease. <laughs> you don't want it. It's, it's when you do horrifying. sex with somebody and the condom breaks and then you get sex eyes. And then, and then, then you're like, you, let me go yeah. down and look at that. Ah! <laughs> and then all you see is the inside of your vagina for the rest of your life. <laughs> safe sex, kids. Safe sex. It stays with you forever. You can't. It's like herpes. Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? Yes, I do. I want to know. You sold the bed, though. Oh, I sold the bed. Oh, yeah. And uh, they had like a. Uh, there were rules. Like the screen would pop up after you ordered it, and if they were, if they asked for it before it popped up, you couldn't offer it. But if they didn't ask for it, you could offer it. Does that make any sense? Anyway, <laughs> so really, this guy was buying a bed. And then, so we ordered it. And then the thing pops up and it's like, the armoire is like $1,000 off if he buys it today. And he didn't say anything. I waited. And then I was like, hey, just so you know, I can like give you that armoire uh, for $1,000 off. And he goes, oh, I was thinking about it, but I didn't know. And he goes, yeah, I'll take it. And it was like a $250 bonus for me, like a TSP. So I literally put my phone on mute and was like, Woo! I'm very motivated by money. Anyway. Yeah, well that's smart. If you're gonna be in sales. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I'm I feel happy for you retroactively. <laughs> <laughs> My retail nightmare is holiday related. It's a St. Patrick's Day Ooh. retail nightmare. When you work in a video store, people come in and they want to rent something thematic to whatever <laughs> holiday it is. So they'll come in one. They'll come in and they'll say, you know, it's Remembrance Day. And they're like, I want to watch some war movies. And it's like, yeah, let's all celebrate Remembrance Saving Day. Private Ryan. It's so fun. Like, it's like, what? Mm. This is a somber a day. Like, calm down, dudes. Anyway. So this couple came in. It's and- just for their Remembrance Day parties. Yeah. You know, everyone's doing <laughs> I'm a Remembrance Day stripper. I took acid at a Remembrance Day party once. I was real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the corner remembering in horror for the whole yeah. time. We take it so we can feel the PTSD that the soldiers might have felt. Anyway, so this uh, was uh, around St. Patrick's Day and this couple came in. They're both, uh, I don't know. Real sort of blonde adult couple. <laughs> <laughs> I know that kind of couple. That's a horrible kind yeah. of couple. Two yeah. blondes? That's terrifying. So they came in and the guy goes, <laughs> the guy goes, hey, we're looking for like a real good St. Patrick's Day movie, sort of like the movie Local Hero. And I'm like, Local Hero? And he's like, 
yeah, local hero. Have you seen it? I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. But it's a Scottish movie. Like, they go to <laughs> Scotland. Are you looking for something set in Ireland? He's like, yeah, same difference. Oh, boy, oh, boy. And I was like, same difference. oh, where to start? And we even had a bunch of Irish movies sort of picked out, like, not St. Patrick's Day. Waking a Divine. Just lots, lots of them. Leprechaun. That was what I thought they were going to ask for. Yeah. Uh, smoking Weed in the Hood, Leprechaun 2 or something. Yeah. I don't know the name of that smoking movie. Smoking Weed in the Hood. Uh, it just sounds fun. With the Leprechaun. And so I just eventually gave up and he rented yet another Scottish movie. <laughs> the cover of which is called The Angel Share. The cover which has men in kilts on the front. And I was like, <laughs> okay, have fun. Like You, sir, should have come in on Robbie Burns Day. Get your... Get your holidays He has a very specific learning disability. Yeah, where you conflate to very different countries. But the thing was, you know, he's totally probably descended from probably some Irish, probably some English people. And I'm no like, one's explained it to him. Figure it out, buddy. Oh. And a real Irish person would get very mad at you. Totally. It's like I get mad at St. Patrick's from- Day. Like I went to Costco oh, the yeah. other day and <laughs> it was 930 in the morning. I got there early. It opened at 10. Uh, I was very embarrassed. You're just pacing. Uh, I was like, I just got to get that cheese. Banging on the door. <laughs> got to get that giant 10 pound block of cheese. Totally. <laughs> it's grass fed from New Zealand. It's not as good as I thought it would be. But- oh, <laughs> um, it's too bad. People were already drinking and there's a man wearing a plush Heineken leprechaun hat. And I was like, Heineken's a German beer or yeah. a Dutch beer. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but it's green. But it's green. Yeah. And they're drinking. It's 930 in the morning. And then I saw all these frat boys dressed up as animals. Like I'm wearing kind of like <laughs> onesies. Onesies. And then uh, two other guys dressed like uh, in jean shorts, but as <laughs> redheaded lumberjacks. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, that's I not Irish. If I was drunk, I would have had sex with both of those guys at the same yeah. time yeah i mean yeah eiffel tower Red-headed lumberjacks <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> give me the bagpipe <laughs> like, let's do yeah. oh, whatever that, that is not gonna sound good <laughs> it's when they do something and make you go <laughs> you just drone and then they stick one of your legs up diagonally and tickle it <laughs> i was on another i don't remember where i was talking about this where i was like because all of those um, Urban Dictionary moves are always, like, anti-woman, like, for the yeah. Houdini and blah, yeah, very all that. So what about the bagpipe? That's like, <laughs> I just, I've tried to think of a positive pro-female funny I got sex it, move. I got it. What is it? But it, is it going to be in the same vein? It, it just has to have a funny name and be a weird sex thing, like, uh, Can, do you like hurt? the boner bender or something, where you, like, <laughs> bounce on a guy's dick and break it. Yeah, that like, would be called the Tigger. Because the bagpipe could be you're performing oral sex on him and right before he comes, you punch him in the balls. <laughs> I love it! Okay, there then let's go. make that the bagpipe. Well, let's sell it That's that? actually their bag. Oh, yeah. Get it? Bagging. And you're smoking weed at the same time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of weed, let's hear the Puppo of the Week. Puppo of the Week. Kathleen. Yes. Who is your puppo? So uh, I didn't totally understand, but I have puppos that are real puppos. Yeah, that, like that works. That's Definitely like primary puppo. Category I was, one. I was just in Saskatoon visiting some friends and I went to this uh, 
well, I'll say it was a loft. It was lovely. Ooh. I love going to lofts. It always makes you feel like you're from the 80s and you work on Wall Street. <laughs> I lived in a loft. I'm jealous. I've always wanted to live It in a was loft. horrible, but also great. Right? Yeah. So they had a dog there, a little Yorkie <gasps> named a Mabel, but oh. everybody- A Mabel or Mabel? No, just Mabel. <laughs> a Mabel. <laughs> but the funny part was everybody called, called the dog Meatball for a while. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a dog's name- Meatball or Mabel, and then someone's like, it's Maple. So there was like Maple, oh, Mabel, and then someone else called it Marble or something. <laughs> maple. <Marble. laughs> this poor dog was like just, and this dog was obsessed with this these little uh, toys, pigs. Like he Ooh. or she had a bunch of them all over the house, and like she was just like, <laughs> like you know when dogs like shake because they have to have you throw something, and it's like a little Yorkie, and she would just like shake until you threw this pig, <laughs> or she would just sit there and stare at you, and then be like, <laughs> like you, until you threw it. Like she was an annoying little bitch, but she's really cute. She sounds great. She was really cute. And an honorable mention is uh, my new roommate, Rocky. What kind of dog is he? Rocky's like a Shih Tzu kind of mix. Nice. With a really amazing underbite sometimes. Oh, like sometimes yeah. he'll just be sitting there and he'll look at you and you'll have that underbite and you'll be like, see, you're the kind of guy I like. Like this is like, <laughs> I like guys that have a weird face. Anyway. <laughs> Me too. I will like literally carry this dog around the house Aww. and like talk to it. Like, cause my roommates are gone during the day. This isn't even my dog. This is my roommate Brett's dog. And like that dog's used to being alone all day. So now the two of us, like we've known each other for a week and the connection is strong. Like I carry him around. Soulmate. <laughs> like, oh, he's the, he's the sweetest. That's lovely. And he just like settles right in. He knows what's happening. Aww. <laughs> we're, we're super into each other and I'm really happy about this new relationship that Rocky, I have. It's really, it's really good companionship. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited. And it's like, I have a dog, but it's not my responsibility. That's the best. Ideal. I love it. My friend Neil keeps trying to trick me into adopting a dog so he can have part-time yeah. lover. That's why I try to find guys that have dogs. I've dated or gone out with a guy for a couple extra dates because I liked his dog. <laughs> Seriously, it's happened to me before where I'm like, oh, I just want to hang out with a dog again. So he's like, well, if you stay overnight, we could like hook up and stuff. And then he's like, and then in the morning we can walk the dog. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to stay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Guys, get a dog. Yeah, tips. Also, only get it if you're going to treat it well, not just yeah, yeah, use it to get... Don't abuse it. Ladies. Yeah. Do you yeah. have a puppo? I sure do. It's a 20-year-old cat. <gasps> wow. Uh, that belongs to some tenants that I'm uh, helping relocate, and they're from Bulgaria, and I guess so is the cat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You have a picture? I don't have a picture oh, because I felt that would have been rude. Why do cats look different in like Japan and in Russia? That's a good question. I noticed in Toronto when I started hanging out in Toronto and lived in Montreal that all the cats were bigger and orange. Yeah. And they look different. Their faces look different. It's so weird. And like, here Japanese it's tuxedo cats, so cats f- everywhere. Tuxedo yes. cats. Everybody's a gray tuxedo or a black tuxedo. It's true. We got to do some cat research. What's this cat's name? I didn't get the <gasps> name, oh but it's great. This cat is looks like it has been granted some sort of wish where it just can't die. Oh my god, is it fat and fluffy? It's not really fat, but it's not emaciated. It's orange and white, and its fur just looks like it needs a bath. Long hair or short hair? Uh, medium. Okay. 
it's I don't know the names of cats. Like I don't know what tabby means. Yeah, but that sounds about right. Those are like tiger stripe, but gray. Yeah, mm, yeah. That's not but right. I think they can also be orange. Well, maybe I don't know. Anyway, so this well, cat- probably American short hair. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and too much about cats. It's a butthole licker. That's the breed. <laughs> it licks its butt. Do you know what Definitely. my mom calls that? Because my mom's hilarious. What? <laughs> she calls it the hind lick remover. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. That's really good. That's like she put some thought into that. Yeah. That's about the funniest thing my mom has ever said. So, that's it. Like, that is it. Comedy runs in the family. Hind lick remover. <laughs> it doesn't even really make any sense. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the hind lick remover. No, Re- I mean, man- <laughs> we get it. Just don't we tell your mom. It. It's just not funny. It's way funnier to just stare at her blankly. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. I think it's funny because it's so dumb to me. <laughs> That's what most funny things are. Um, <laughs> anyway, so this cat like showed up. We were having this meeting in their living room. This cat sort of – I've been hearing about this cat for months. They keep talking about how this cat is their baby and they love it. And they brought it you know, across That's amazing. the ocean. And so I never saw the cat and I was starting to think that maybe the cat didn't exist. And then it showed up yesterday when we were – having a meeting in their living room and it just sort of walked across the room and then jumped up onto the couch where its owner was sitting and then nuzzled in underneath his arm and then the owner started petting the cat right on the face like cupping the front of the cat's face with his big giant hand and the cat was just like getting its face pushed in and it loved it so much oh i love it (laughs) and i was like that is true love right there pets just like oh if you've never had a pet, I feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for myself right now because I don't have a pet. I love cats so much. They're so they're magical. Yeah, I just feel like if you have cats are great. I'm allergic, but yeah, that's what so sucks. many. Yeah, and it's what it is an animal that's kind of suitable for comedy. Yeah, because they 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 react a little bit differently to people traveling. Yeah, and their their maintenance and stuff is a little bit different, and so they're much such lovely animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big fan of cats. Won't ever have one unless I lived in a house somewhere where the cat could kind of come and go and. I one day will have like a little uh, ranch with baby goats and so many cats. Can like, it's I be ridiculous. come hang yes. out? <laughs> I'm gonna, I wanted goats my whole life. Like, I love these goats. They're magical. Just goats in general. I saw goats getting born once and it was gross, <laughs> but also kind of cool. Yeah. I feel I like mean, it yeah, shaped that's you. how I feel about all birth yeah. stuff. It's like, that is amazing and terrifying. I'll be like, I want to go play with the ones that have been cleaned off. I really <laughs> like to see pictures of puppies be nursing. Yeah, I don't know why, but it just—it's just—it's kind of so, comforting. It's really comforting, and then the and then the mom dog's face always is entertaining to yeah. me for some reason. Yeah, kind of creeps me out because it's like watching a bunch of little things leech off of one thing and steal the life force from it's it. True. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks guys for that's ruining what it. Breastfeeding <laughs> I'm <sorry>. is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stealing life from me. No, but it helps you lose weight after a pregnancy. <laughs> for a lot of people, it doesn't help at all. That can be a myth. It really, really. Really hurts their feelings. When I heard that, I was like, I'd like to start breastfeeding. <laughs> I think there's a market I for it. I think there's a special Tinder for that. But how do you get it? Milk, like, don't you have to like... Under. You can't be someone that's never had a baby and make milk. I don't think so. Mm, yeah. I think you can... Maybe you have to be a Raelian. I've considered yeah, be being a surrogate before just for fun. Yeah, it sounds like a great time. It would be perfect because you get to experience it and then you don't have the responsibility. That's exactly why I think it would be cool. you're experiencing the worst part. No, but I just am curious of what it yeah. happens to you, your body when you're pregnant. Have you ever imagined a truck driving through the center of your body and out of your vagina? Yes. Yeah. Then every perfect. night. <laughs> like. All right. I'm going to do my puppo. Yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> sorry. We're getting this game too hot My puppo is the puppet sex scene from Anomalisa. <laughs> I need to see this movie. It is like the greatest sex scene I've seen in ages. 
Is and it it's like with two puppets? Because there's the puppet sex scene in Team America, which was pretty good. <laughs> this is like the opposite. On the chest of the other one. <laughs> this is the opposite. Is it romantic? It's is it kind of realistic? Is it really? making love? No, it's definitely sex. Mm, definitely yeah. sex. But the or puppet is it fucking. The yeah, puppet the puppets fucking. are very realistically made. So like, there's little bellies and oh. paunches and like sagginess and I react well awkwardness. To puppets. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That's I my puppet puppets. of the week. I really that's my was my favorite part of the movie. Puppet sex. One of my vibrators is a puppet. No, <laughs> so I react really well to. Puppets. I love puppets. <laughs> it was, it's actually just a puppet. <laughs> um, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Um, I'm all over. <laughs> you got a podcast? I have a podcast. It's on iTunes and Stitchers and all those other things. And then, oh, uh, my social media is easy to find. It's Kathleen underscore McGee. M-C-G-E-E. Yeah, great. Yeah. And I like, yeah, I like it. I like being on Instagram. <laughs> you do like it. And you're I good at it. it. I sometimes feel like I post too much, but I'm like, well, people are still following me, so they must like what I do. You do have to post often, too. It's true. You keep your audience. I always just think about other comics that I know that are probably like, oh, Kathleen again. And I'm like, why do I care about what they think? Well, yeah, that's like number one. It doesn't yeah. matter, especially with stand ups. It doesn't super matter because every, it's like kind Everyone's of every self involved. Yeah. yeah. So if they even noticed you, that's the part. <laughs> that's true. They probably don't even notice. That's true. Uh, Jessica, anything good coming up? <laughs> Some ice Sorry. coming up out of your mouth. I had a piece of ice in my mouth because I was like, I'm not going to be talking anytime soon. Uh, yes, the day that this podcast comes out, which is March 21st, which is also Jay, my boyfriend, editor of this podcast and maker of the music of this podcast. Uh, Puppo of your heart. It's Puppo of my heart. Uh, it's his birthday. And also the first single from his new album is going to be released Ooh. on spin.com. Wow. It's my favorite song from the album. It's called Crystal Ball. and You're so cute right now. <laughs> we're going to make a music video for it. We're- I would love to feel this way about a man eventually one day where I'm like excited about what they're it doing. It is something to behold. Yeah. Well, I'm also on the song. So <laughs> yeah, we're doing awesome. it together. So it's also kind of selfish. but No way. That's awesome. That's wonderful. I'm very excited that the world will get to hear the song because it's great. There's this one part where it has this guitar on it that's so uh, like 90s cheesy sounding. It sounds like it should be from the Friends theme song. And every time I hear it, I get so excited. You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> like Jeff, what's that guy's Jeff Westbury or something? Or I don't remember. That's a 90s acoustic guitar singer guy. It's not an acoustic oh, guitar. It's, not. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like super. Uh, I just want to just listen to it, everybody. Is it where it's on what? Spin? Spin.com. They're premiering it and then I guess it'll be everywhere. Ooh. That's going to be great. That's very exciting. I'm excited. I have nothing coming up before the next podcast that I can think of. Your next show's on April 22nd. It's going to be great. You guys should buy tickets. Which one? Uh, come draw with me. Oh, I've. I thought I didn't know. Do you have more than one show? No. Okay, that's why I said which one because I love come drop with me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, now I sound like an asshole. But I like because Graham always does different. I yeah, he does different, different ones. ones. I do the same one. I love come draw with me. Yeah, I had you're s- welcome anytime. I will come back in a second because I had so much fun. Yeah, you're I even drew a picture. Yeah, it was great. It was so fun. I drew a picture. It's over there. I put it up. Really good, Pepo. <laughs> this has been Retail Nightmares podcast. Um, thanks so much. Thank you so much, Kathleen. Thank Thank you so much, Jessica. I hope everyone has a great week and I hope you listen next week. Bye. Bye. Yay.